Finding Common Battlegrounds is an attempt by two brothers, one conservative, the other progressive, to have civil conversations about politics with a little help from their friends. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Common Battlegrounds. <clears throat> Today's episode, we're going to be talking about should we have pulled out of Afghanistan? Um, so I've got the usual suspects, Josh and Ryan Cragen, brothers. But uh, besides that, that's about all that they have in common. Uh, one is a conservative and uh, Josh is the conservative and Ryan is the liberal. And they'll be uh, representing those uh, talking points today. So uh, again, the, uh, the format is we try to give bonus points for anyone who can get the other side to agree with them. So that's what we're trying to do by finding common battlegrounds. And so um, we'll just go ahead and get into it. I'll give a, a quick background of what we're discussing and, and then we'll immediately jump into the questions. So the uh, war in Afghanistan took place from 2001 to 2021. So the longest war ever uh, exceeded the Vietnam War by five months. So the, it was the American war, right? Yeah. Sorry. The first American war. Um, not to, uh, yeah, the 40-year war in England. Uh, <laughs> the 100-year war. still got us. Yeah. No, yeah, war. That's right. <laughs> uh, we're not beating that one. Um, so this was in response to the 9-11 attacks. Uh, George W. Bush uh, demanded the Taliban, then the de facto ruling uh, party in Afghanistan, hand over Osama bin Laden. They refused, um, and we went to war. It had overwhelming support. Uh, the House vote, vote was 240 to 1. The Senate vote was 98 to 0. So only one representative voted against the war. Um, but it was a Democrat. I, yeah, I actually don't know. Uh, the Taliban and the Al Qaeda were um, were mostly defeated by the U.S. forces. Um, there, it was a coalition of forty nations that came in, and there uh, you basically took over pretty quickly. There was an escalation in two thousand seven to two thousand nine of violence, and this was uh, Obama had the uh, troop insurgents, uh, the troops surge, excuse me, mm-hmm. and um, and that continued through two thousand eleven, and. Uh, then in 2020, well, under President Trump, the United States and the Taliban signed the conditional peace deal, and which uh, meant that the, uh, the U.S. agreed to, to leave in 14 months as long as the Taliban agreed to the terms to not allow any of its members or individuals or groups, including the al-Qaeda, to use the soil of Afghanistan to threaten the security of the United States and its allies. Um, once Joe Biden was in office, he moved that date back. Um, from May to September and then to uh, August 31st. So it's going to be September 11th. So it would have been rounded out 20 years, but then he moved it forward to August 31st. Um, the Taliban rejected the move. And after the original deadline, they, uh, they uh, launched an attack, um, captured Kabul in, on August 15th. And uh, the president has fled and they have declo- declared victory. Um, U.S. forces are only remaining in the country to assist with evacuations. Uh, so that's pretty much the state we're in right now. Um, let's, just, let's just jump into the first question, and we'll start uh, just start jumping at it. And this one's for Ryan. Ryan, would you agree that when millions of women and girls become sex slaves overnight, maybe we have done something horribly stupid? <laughs> Josh, anything you want to add to that? <clears throat> the king of loaded questions. <laughs> no, no, I think that's great, Josh. Absolutely. I'm, I I'm love totally what, yeah. so One of these days you're going to bite and just fall into the trap. I'm not going to destroy oh you. No, I mean, obviously it's a loaded question, but here's the thing. This just happened. Okay. This is what the Taliban, Taliban does. Uh, I mean, I'll go through just a couple of the news articles. Okay. New York Post, um, uh, the woman was put on fire because she was accused of bad cooking for Taliban fighters. Najla Ayubi, a former Afghan judge, told Sky News Friday, they are forcing people to give them food and cook them food. Uh, Ayubi said, also, there are so many young women in the past few weeks being shipped into neighboring countries in coffins to be used as sex slaves. Ayubi, who lives in exile in the United States, says she's collecting reports of beatings, whippings, and other violent attacks on women from thousands and hundreds of my fellow activists on the ground in Afghanistan, many of them now in hiding. Um, I could go. I mean, I don't think I need to go on and on about this. I have several uh, things here. One one thing I found interesting was um, 
uh, another news article said, for example, women became so so during the U.S. occupation. occupation for example, women became judges, ministers, and police officers. And in 2020, Afghanistan's parliament had a higher percentage of women in the U.S. or women in their Congress than the U.S. Congress. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's amazing that Afga- the Afghan people made Afghani people. Sorry, is that right? Afghani. Yeah, you can say other one. They made right, them, Ryan. That much you do something progress. horribly stupid. I mean, uh, <laughs> the whole thing was stupid. I mean, I, I get that we probably needed to get Osama bin Laden, right? Um, and certainly, if the so outcome don't, don't is conflate that, these, that's not. I, I know, I know. Whether I'm, we should I'm, have I'm gone in is careful. a different question. That's a different so question. Um, if the outcome is that you know, tens of millions of women become sex slaves, which I'm reticent to say that's absolutely what's going to happen. Their oppression, their, their oppression is going to happen. Like they're going to leave the position. They didn't have equality. Like let's not pretend that they had equality. Right. But their position, if we can rank it, right. Like equality would be here at 50, 50. Um, Their position is clearly going to go down from where it was, which was below before. I absolutely concede that. Is every one of those women going to become a sex slave? I, I don't think that's true, right? Not, let's not, let's not say that one. it's that extreme. But certainly there will be horrific abuse of women. Okay, let, no let question. Me, let me read this to, to, to clarify the picture. Because you're right. Not okay. everyone will. But uh, Jihad Watch says, having captured key districts and border posts with uh, Iran, Pakistan, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, the Taliban are now hunting for women in these areas. All imams and mullahs in captured areas should provide the Taliban with a list of girls above 15 and widows under 45 to be married to Taliban fighters. Okay, These are the posts they're sending out in in areas they've captured. They want want the local leaders to give them lists of every single woman between 15 and 45 because they're going to take them all. Okay, that's what they do. We know that's what they do. Um, so I understand the need to get out of Afghanistan. I understand how expensive it is. I understand the, the lives lost. But can you put a price on robbing all these women of of their agency, of their freedom? I mean, what what is the price you'd be willing to put on that? This is a, you know, a... Not even a hypothetical question. What's the word I'm looking for? But do you understand what I'm saying? Can you an put a price dilemma. on Well, it's an ethical dilemma. Uh, uh, no, no. I mean, the, the, the easy answer, of course, and like you said, this is a loaded question. Right? Like, no um, moral, ethical human being with Western values, let's just admit that, right, uh, who, who considers women to be even close to equal to men, right? And I would, I'm absolutely a feminist and would put myself at absolute equality, uh, could, could say that that's okay. So absolutely, it's horrific. Everything that, that they're going to do, I totally disagree with, conceding all of that, right? So absolutely. I mean, I think we can say we agree generally on the point. It's, it's a bad situation. Uh, it's probably only going to get worse. I can only envision that it's going to get worse. So, so I guess the question there is, well, no. I, I, Did we do something? I've, I've spent enough. Did we do something stupid pulling out? Because we've we have consigned all these women to that fate, all these girls to that fate. We have consigned them to that. We could have stopped it. We could have prevented it, but because of political considerations, we said, nope. We're willing to accept that we we're going to allow that to happen. Uh, I really want to complicate it, but I think I'll complicate that in some of my points. So okay, I'm going to say certainly it's something stupid. Uh, could we have done something more stupid possibly? But let, let's just agree. Abuse of women is horrific, should never happen. And if that's what the Taliban does, which is what they're probably going to do, right? I'm totally conceding that. And they're already doing, Josh is giving evidence that they're already doing this. That's horrible. That's terrible. I obviously cannot get behind that. All right. Here we go. Loaded questions for oh, the no. win. Oh, sorry. Where's the ding ding? We want our wrong, that's the wrong button. <laughs> paused again. You've done that to me a couple times. <laughs> yeah. There Thank we go. You. There's Good our job. ding. Okay. Let's get uh okay, let's just jump over. Let's keep this going. Rolling. <clears throat> okay. Um can't oh, okay. 
I thought I had this highlighted here. Ryan's is this giant block of text that I always <laughs> had to find where the question I tried is. to send it in bold, Tom. I yes, tried. you did. And I copied it over and it's gone. I do a lot of questions and he does thesis, theses every time. He does. I would like your supporting stuff in there. It would actually be helpful. But uh, all right. Uh, <clears throat> can we agree that? So, Josh, can we agree that? us leaving in July uh, or August of 2021 would be no different than us leaving in July or August of 2022, 2023, etc. Short of us staying forever, this was bound to happen. Correct? Okay. So I'm going to give and, a little bit and, of background. And yeah. uh, Ryan, would you even say even uh, 2019 or 2018? Yeah. I don't think it would have been different. Um, so I'm going to give a little bit of background on me first, because it is relevant. So this is going to be a little bit of a long kind of prelude to this, Josh. But That's fine. Uh, politically, I was at least as conservative as Josh is until about 2000, perhaps more conservative. I was an advocate for Ayn Rand's objectivism and had read most of her novels and actually really liked them. I voted for George W. Bush the first time he ran. And I'll leave out my little jab here. My politics changed when I went to graduate school. I bring this up because it is relevant to the discussion today. I was in favor of invading Afghanistan because they were harboring the people who orchestrated the September 11th, 2001 attacks on the US, Osama bin Laden and Al-Qaeda. I was not in favor of invading Iraq shortly after that. The, the justification for that, I saw through it and I thought it was demonstrably false. Different issue. Okay, So we're not debating whether we should have gone in. I'm just saying that I actually did support it at the time. Okay? And that was even after I had started to transition politically. I also want to make it clear from the outset that I oppose pretty much everything the Taliban stands for and my heart aches for all the people who are going to suffer under the Taliban. I absolutely concede all of the, everything that Josh just said. The scenes at the airport in Kabul are awful. Everything else that's going on is terrible. I'm not happy with the Taliban taking over, and I really wish that there was more that we could do, but I do think it was time to leave. So my first point is pretty straightforward. Whether we left 15 years ago or five years from now, what happened in Afghanistan was likely to happen. I'll address some of the reasons for why I think that is the case with my next points, but I'm going to quote President Biden, who Josh is going to go after today, on this point. Here's his quote. I stand squarely behind my decision. After 20 years, I've learned the hard way that there was never a good time to withdraw U.S. forces, end quote. Um, I, I do love that he then immediately said, hey, the problems I'm the president, the buck stops with me. He totally owned that. And I'm going to leave out my jab at the previous president who never took responsibility for anything. All Trump so That's style. okay. Uh, no, I'm not blaming Trump for any of this. I'm, I'm not. I'm actually not. You'll see that I actually agree with Trump here uh, on my next, uh, my third point. But um, regardless, can we agree that us leaving in July or August of this year would be no different than us leaving in July or August of 2022 or 2023? Short of us staying forever, I think that, was, that would be the only way that we could prevent the cataclysmic results that we're seeing right now that you just described with your first point. I don't know that it would ever have happened that we let could prevent address, it. Let me address a few things. One, yes, Biden said the book stops here, and, and he owned his decision, and he's doubled down on his decision that he mm -hmm. made the right decision. And then he proceeded to blame everybody else of why this catastrophe has unfolded the way it has unfolded. Okay, Five. He's a freaking feckless coward okay he 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 said i made the decision it was the right decision but it, it, it we went to hell because all these other people sure that that's right. fine i'm it's, not going to try fine. and defend that okay so be now, it we don't have to, to debate point. biden here but all right oh, question to your point um so the there's there's some nuance here okay the the afghan government was begging biden to stay just until November, until the winter, because the uh, Taliban have a fighting season. Okay, he's he, Biden said in his talk, we we uh, pulled out in the middle of the spring fighting season or something. No, the fighting season is actually uh, winding down. They only have two more months of fighting season because they because the it's such harsh terrain. The Taliban doesn't fight in the winter, so the Afghan government was begging him just wait until November to pull out, and that'll buy us a whole winter where we can get our crap together. He wasn't even willing to do that. Let, and then let's add a little Josh, more nuance. Hold on, Josh. Can you get to the point? If we pulled out a year from now, would it have made a bit of difference? Let me give, let me give one more bit of nuance. Um, ultimately, well, okay, let me, let, me, let me explain this. There's a lot of reasons why um, the Afghan military fo folded so quickly. They folded in a week, okay? It was there's, a paper army. 
you blew on them and they ran away. Come on. That's in what part, happened. In part. In part. There was virtually no fighting. Why? Okay. Because that's they had a great point. That's a great point. Let me address it just briefly. Okay. Sure. Cause this is very important. Okay. For 20 years, the best army in the world, our army trained them. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they, but the, here's the problem. And I have some quotes we from some generals. We armed them. We also armed. That's my second point. Okay. We trained them for 20 years to fight like Americans. Okay. There's a reason that we didn't take very many casualties in a 20 year war because the way we fight, our soldiers go in and then they call an air support and go, oh, the guys are over there, blow up that building. And it works and it works really well. That's how we trained the, the Afghan army to fight. Okay. What did Biden do? The Afghan um, uh, military was begging him. If you're going to take your troops out, fine, but leave the contractors here that are servicing the helicopters and planes because we can't fight without them. They needed the, the civilian contractors, and this is very well documented. They needed these, these contractors to keep the Blackhawks in the air, to keep the airplanes in the air because they could, they could fly them. They, we air trained support? pilots. Yeah. But, but, to, to do airstrikes? Yes, because that that's how we trained them for 20 years to fight with, with very complicated airstrike uh, the, this sounds machines. like a bunch of hokum to me. There's, it's well but, documented. But, but let, let's but, just get it raw numbers. 300,000 Afghan security forces. Yeah, and, with and our weapons that we gave them versus yeah. 70,000 Taliban. Yeah. How the hell did they lose that fight? Yeah, this is one of the reasons. It's a five to one. No, 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 let, let me explain. Five yeah, to one with an, in superior me, equipment. How did okay, they lose that fight? I'm explaining. Shut your mouth and I'll tell you. Okay? <laughs> a, a big part of it was... Uh, um, the, the bureaucracy of the Afghan army. Okay. The, the uh, um, officers were stealing a lot of the money and a lot of the supplies that were supposed to go to the ground level troops. So their, their morale to fight was like, the officers are taking all the money. Why do I want to stay? But there are a whole bunch of reports of the, of the uh, ground level troops saying uh, we ran out of food and supplies because Af- Afghanistan is such a rugged country to to get supplies to the other bases, they have to fly them in. And since uh, Biden refused to allow any, not a single contractor to stay in to service the planes there, well, we gave them like 150 Blackhawks. They yeah. can't fly them because Biden pulled out every one of the contractors. He said, I will not leave a single contractor. The military was begging him to leave contractors. He pulled sounds every like one of a, them out. This sounds like a really strong attempt to blame Biden. Whose fault or, was it? It was Biden's. And I get the Afghan military has yeah. a lot of a lot of culpability here. They collapsed. They Why? had bullets. Why? Yeah, they had food. Why did they collapse? When, Josh, you're when saying, because if you're saying <laughs> that if I, I, I'm what, what are you saying? Because are you saying <laughs> it if sounds they like stayed, Biden is responsible for all of this and the Afghan army we, has no responsibility. If we waited until November, then they would have had time to like get Blackhawk pilots or something. No, is that-, that that's one of the things the Afghan people asked for. Wait till November to buy us a little more time to get the organization. The other thing Gosh, they begged for would it have mattered? Quit. Maybe because no. the the Afghan the answer is no. Wait a year, it it would not matter. Come on. But um, what if we had pulled out a year before, if we had pulled out two years from now, if the Afghan military won't fight, they're going to have the Taliban overrun them. That's just the simple truth. And you can put all the blame on Biden. You can put it on everybody else. That's perfectly fine. The Afghan military folded. Okay, but you're not. They folded. You're refusing to acknowledge why. No, no. You can put whatever explanation in you want. I don't really care. Right. You agree, Josh? It would have folded eventually. A year from now, two years from now, five no. years from now, five years from now, ten years from now. No, eventually. I mean, I, I don't know how long it would take, I, I, but I, I I can't agree with that because eventually we're going to get competent military leaders. We're going to get the structure in place where they can repair their own aircraft, and then maybe they can fight these guys. It was twenty years. Okay, M- most of the soldiers that they're trying to train can't even read. Okay. If we 20 years of, you know, 50 years of prosperity, however long it takes. If, if Afghanistan's pulling itself up by the bootstraps and people are getting educated, suddenly the soldiers can they're, read. So, but so, they're not, you're not agreeing then Josh. <laughs> we're literally, we're, we're pulling them up by our, our bootstraps. We're putting the boots on them and lifting them up. And you're saying, yeah. Oh, they got to pull themselves up by the bootstraps. They weren't, they well, didn't do it. 
And we spent so, a trillion dollars on this. A trillion so dollars 100%. that your kids are paying for. Um, no, I you get and I that. are not paying I get for that. that. Our kids are paying for this. But it's war. 100% the Afghans' fault. Biden, the way he pulled I'm out not blaming in such a anybody. mattered. It doesn't, doesn't even matter. It does Whether, matter. It does I matter. Wanna, I want to so. know. Josh, do you agree? Because you're back and forth. I can't tell. <laughs> but, but, you, R- R- Ryan's raising a good point. If we would have pulled out five years ago, it doesn't matter. If we would have pulled out five years in the future, maybe, probably doesn't matter. I don't Put know. Put the odds on it. Come on. A year from now? A year from what now. What are the now. odds? 10 what years the odds? from now? Yes. Okay. 10 years from now, you think maybe, right? A year from now? Wouldn't matter a lick. You know that. There is no I, question. I don't know that. Oh, come and, on. And don't put absolutes on this because uh, uh, a month ago, Biden was saying this is not going to be like Saigon. Biden didn't know that. Yeah, okay? I, you're right. His, I, advisors, I totally agree with that. his advisors knew that. They were telling uh, him. I've no, heard but, different stories. There. His advisors the intelligence were community him said what would happen. 90 days before the Taliban can take over. That's what I heard in okay. the most recent reports. That they, 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 they at least 90 days. They didn't think it would happen in a week. Right. Yeah. So he was being told by his intelligence officers. No way that they could take over the country in 90 days. We've got time to get everybody out. Absolutely. And then the army didn't even put up a fight. I mean, there are like five places where there was a little bit of combat. Right. And that I get was that. It. I get I, that. But all right. I'm going to move Force. on. Next question. All right. uh, Ryan, would you agree that gifting billions of dollars worth of military equipment to the Taliban, a brutal terrorist authoritarian regime, may have been a bad idea? <laughs> Loaded question number two for tonight. (laughs) Since I don't think we actually gifted it to them. They just got it because the Afghan military gave it to them. Right. Um, So in effect, we gifted it to them because we gave it to people who didn't fight. I guess, I guess actually to Josh's point, since you just said uh, Biden had been briefed that they were going to fall in 90 days. I think we all knew they were going to happen. was going to get the equipment. That's exactly my point. Sure. Yep. If we knew this was going to happen, why did we give them billions of dollars of equipment? Well, who, who screwed sure. up there? Okay. I don't think they dropped that billions of dollars worth of equipment in the last six weeks. Right. That well, equipment been has been funneled. Sure. Yeah. It's been coming in over 20 years because we were nation building, which is my next point. We were nation building thinking we were actually going to turn this country into a westernized democracy. So we put in, billions close mm-hmm. to a trillion dollars into mm-hmm. this country right and yeah uh, i whether they knew exactly what was going to happen or how fast it was going to happen we could they certainly knew it was gonna, all you just that. admitted they knew it was going they to thought happen. that it was there was no way it would fall within 90 days that was the intelligence community's report there was no way it was going to fall in, within 90 days they were mm-hmm. clearly wrong everybody was wrong about this except the taliban well, did they-, they were the only ones who were right they knew what was going to happen. They clobbered it. Like they that, took it. That'll they get into the my third thing. point. That'll get into my third okay. point. Okay. But bad idea, Ryan. Uh, bad idea. I mean, that's basically saying that we never should have invaded the country in the first place. Because functionally, no. most of that equipment went in in the first ten years. I guarantee okay. they were not but, putting more and more equipment in the last. But if we eight know years, they're going to to fall, whether it's in a, in seven days or or ninety days, why on earth would we leave all of this military hardware? For the, That's the a Taliban to have, yeah, I think I that think we should have pulled it. That is such a major screw up. But sure, but if we had pulled it, right? If, so if we had pulled it all, then we all would have said the Taliban's going to win. Okay, right? so maybe so they left it thinking, hey, the army's going to try and use it, and then of course the army's just like later, guys. They left, and of course now it's the Taliban. So it's a lose lose either way. No, you lose. If you we leave stayed, it. If we stayed for a little okay, longer. so that's the third scenario. So, so Ryan, you agree it was a bad idea, but your but your bigger point is it was a bad idea to begin with. The whole yeah, thing. yeah. Well, well, a different question though. It is a different question. It is a so different we're not question, trying to debate but, that, but yeah, because I because um, I, I agree with you there. But I don't I don't think leaving was a bad idea, and I'm going to try and get at why. So with some of my other points, uh, are all the consequences horrible? Yes, I'm not trying to debate that. The, the consequences are horrible. We agree uh, on if that. we had. If we had infinite money in the U.S. and we could just keep throwing money at Afghanistan and lives because we were losing lives there too, not that uh, the Afghan people were losing more lives because clearly they were. We haven't lost. If a, we had, we haven't lost a soldier in over a year not since last February. Sure, but we've yeah. lost over three thousand soldiers in Afghanistan. Right. Now let me get and in, over let twenty thousand. Second question, because I think this okay. is exactly what you're trying to say. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, okay. Uh, second point of agreement then is that even though we should not have invaded Afghanistan, can we agree that the U.S. never should have stayed in the country and attempted to nation build, trying to turn it into a westernized democracy? Yes. I'll agree with that before you, you explain. Sweet. That, that's been... That's, it's, hallelujah. It, we got to agree. I like, do, you wanna, do you want to elaborate it, on that, Ryan, at all? Just a little bit, uh, but I love that we already got let, agreement. Let me, let me you elaborate first. I'll sure. elaborate first. I loved <laughs> okay. that you said you were more conservative than me from the get-go on this, because you were. I My was. take was, let's go kill the terrorists, but we should not be putting infantry boots on the ground. Okay? Is nobody watching The Princess Bride anymore? <laughs> the only thing worse than going up against the Sicilian with death is on the line is a land war in Asia. This is a bad wrong. idea. It's a bad okay? idea. I was against putting boots on the ground from day one. It was a bad idea. We should not be nation building. So I absolutely agree with you. Okay. You were more conservative than me back then. I was more libertarian. That's not our business, nation right. building. But that's no longer the question. We're it's already not. in there. We're already a trillion well, dollars into this. Yes. Why the frick did we not stick it out? But go ahead. You can elaborate. So you, you basically did it. So hindsight, of course, is 2020. We shouldn't have invaded Afghanistan, I nope. think, is the position now. But I, I, like most Americans, was smarting from 9-11, right? And I was like, okay, let's do it. So this doesn't directly answer the question we're addressing today, but I think Josh will agree with it. To quote philosopher and novelist George Santayana, quote, those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it, end quote. The U.S. has tried nation building in the past. Vietnam, Korea, Germany, and even Cuba, we tried and failed. We never even made it in. All of those failed. Uh, well, maybe Korea and Germany were partial successes because literally we divided the country in half and tried to build them over 50 years, right? Uh, while the other half did different things. Um, we could potentially claim some success with Japan. Tom knows more about Japan than probably both of us combined, so we can let him address that if he wants. But I think the circumstances with Japan were radically different from Afghanistan. Um, I think the closest analog to Afghanistan is Vietnam. This is going to sound awful, and perhaps I'm wrong. And if I am, the two of you feel free to jump down my throat on this. But I'm fairly convinced as a result of Afghanistan that until a population or society is ready to fight for democracy, they won't have democracy. So my second point of agreement is, should we have... Should uh, can we agree that the U.S. never should have stayed in the country and attempted nation build? And you already agreed with that. So uh, well, um, I'll even back up your point more. Learn the learning from history quote. We mm-hmm. just saw Russia do the same thing in Afghanistan. Yep. Ridiculous yeah, we that we would it. try. Ridiculous that we would try. And we we bankrupted this way, and that's how we collapsed the Soviet Union. Yeah. Because then, we got to spend hundreds of millions of dollars while they spent billions, and all we had to do was arm the Taliban. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's who we are. I bet Russia did some arming of their own against the Taliban, right? <laughs> They're so well, happy. I, I right actually now. looked for that to see if we had any evidence of that, and I couldn't find any. But the Taliban and, and Russia have been communicating this whole time. Yeah. So we do know that they've been communicating. There's no evidence at this point that Russia was sending arms, but uh, come on, it's Putin. Putin they have he's, a he's whole the- bunch of AK 47s, a lot of ammo. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right. Uh, let's move on to the third third round here. Um, what is it called in? Je- is it triple je- double jeopardy? Yeah, double yeah. jeopardy. Double jeopardy. <laughs> betting everything. <laughs> third That's round. Final jeopardy, Josh. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. final. Final. My bad. My bad. Um, Ryan, would you agree that because of the Biden's unparalleled idiot? Uh, Idiocy? Idiocy. 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 Uh, Citizens and countries around the world will no longer place any faith in the USA for the foreseeable future. Can I give Tom an out there? This requires a little bit of background. Um, (laughs) Okay. So bear with me for a second. I'm sorry. This one is not more concise, but it's very important. Um, I listened to a podcast, the Jocko podcast. It's brilliant. Jocko is a Navy SEAL task force commander in Ramadi. and he, he brings on soldiers to his podcast, and he explains how it was on the ground. And just a really quick history lesson here. When we went in to fight the conventional war against Iraq, we slaughtered them. It wasn't even a fight. Okay, We marched through them like butter. Mm-hmm. And we won the war until the insurgency started. Right. And we didn't know how to fight that. The, uh, the insurgents, would, they looked like the civilians they were hiding behind. They'd come out and hit us or do IUDs. 
and then they would melt back into the populace. Unconventional. Yeah, we didn't yeah. know how to fight that. And so we tasked our soldiers with this impossible task of killing all these bad guys when they couldn't even identify them. And what they had to do is build relationships of trust with the civilians um, because the Taliban would come in or Al-Qaeda or whoever were fighting in Afghanistan or Iraq is pretty similar. Um, they'd come in and say, if you help the Americans, we'll kill you. Uh, we're taking your young man. We're going to turn them into fighters. And they would cow the civilians. And so the soldiers, the, the only way they could fight this, is they'd have to go in and, and convince these civilians that they could be trusted because the civilians didn't like the Taliban. Um, but they'd have to convince them we're trustworthy and we will protect you. If you help us, we will protect you. So when they did this and it worked, the civilians would be like, okay, we trust you. You're going to protect us. The bad guys are over there. Go get them. So the soldiers would go and roll up all these bad guys and, and kill them or take them uh, as prisoners, whatever. And it worked. That's how our soldiers learned to fight the insurgency. You have to get the civilian populace on your side, right? And uh, we won. We won in Iraq. We won in, Af- in Afghanistan uh, at, at great uh, loss. We lost a lot of soldiers, but we won. We learned how to fight the insurgency. And we asked this crazy, insane uh, price of our soldiers to do this, but they did it. Um, now, the way Biden just pulled out, not only do we have over 10,000 Americans stranded in Afghanistan, there's all sorts of allies stranded there with civilian contractors and whatnot, but all of our, all of the people that helped us, all of the interpreters, all of the civilians that helped the Americans, there's a reason they were jumping on airplanes to try to get out of there because they're going to die. They're all going to die. They're going to be slaughtered and it's already happening. Again, I can give you a whole bunch of links where the Taliban is going from house to house to round up anybody that gave any aid and support to the Americans and they're killing them. Okay. We just consigned, I don't know how many people, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that helped us to death at the hands of the, of the Taliban. There's a reason that all of these Afghani people are trying to get out of the country that are flooding the airports. They're doing everything they can. They're jumping on airplanes as they're taking off. The only reason you would do that is because you know the Taliban are going to kill you. And the only reason they're going to kill them is because our people, the American people, promised to protect them. Why the hell would anybody else in the world ever believe us when we say we're going to protect you when this is how we treat our allies? Okay, And it's not just the Afghan people. Boris Johnson is begging Biden right now to extend the August 31st deadline so we can get so he can get British people out of there. And Biden is telling him, no, that's how he's treating our allies. Why would anybody in the world respect us when this is how we treat the, when we make these promises and they go, well, you know what? We're bored. We came into nation building. It cost a little more money than we were willing to spend and we're bored. So we're going to take our ball and we're going home. You're on your own. We promised these people we would protect them. Now tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands will die. Uh, so you agree with that? No, uh, no, um, no country will long will no longer uh, believe uh, us or have faith. So in I, I love hearing this uh, for all the wrong reasons. I think. <laughs> what? I, well, let me let me see if I can explain succinctly. As soon as Trump took office, and I don't mean to like harp on Trump, right? I, I'm just trying to draw a parallel. As soon as Trump took office. Um, Left-leaning individuals said the exact same thing about Trump and all of our allies around the world, that no one was ever going to want to ally with us because he went after NATO, he cut promises, he broke promises, he undid the Iran kind of nuclear agreement, right? He undid all sorts of things. He broke the Paris Climate Accords. He undid everything. And everybody was like, no, none of our allies are ever going to trust us again. This sounds to me like a lot of partisan bullshit to be honest right that or basically what we're saying you just named comparable to tens but, of thousands but, but, but people no, being hold murdered. on I, I, totally I, I, I get what you're saying no, josh you continue just bear with me right left-leaning individuals said the exact same things about trump no one is ever going to trust us ever again all of our allies hate us uh, it's over and now you're saying the exact same things about biden can we just kind of pause and recognize that the UK is not going to cut ties with us. France is not going to cut ties with us. Israel's not going to cut ties with us. Germany's not going to cut ties with us. None of our allies are going to be like, oh, 
They screwed up on their exit out of Afghanistan. NATO is over. We're never going to talk to the Americans again. Let's destroy them. Uh, like that's the picture that you're painting. I didn't say is it was that we be like that. that. Do you France see what I'm saying cut though? All financial ties right. and never help again. Do you but see what I'm saying though? You're drawing this kind of cataclysmic. Like Biden has destroyed the United States. How no, is that any different from I'm what saying. the left said about you're, Trump? You're drawing a straw man argument here. Well, I don't know that I am. Comparable. The question does, will we no longer place any faith in the U.S.? And, and I, so I, I, you know, I agree with Ryan that, that it, it is. Okay, there's pretty, two questions there. Uh, civilians <laughs> on the ground. Okay, if we're fighting an insurgency somewhere else, are, are the civilians going to trust us? Sure they are. In the immediate future? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Okay. Of course right. they will, Josh. I guess we'll disagree on that. Why, why would right. they? We just abandoned maybe 100,000 <laughs> Afghani people. We uh, just abandoned we, them I have no murdered. idea how many we abandoned, right? And certainly we're trying to fly people out. But it's a complicated issue. I mean, we could blame all sorts of people for why this is happening. And uh, I, I don't want to put all Biden the blame on Biden. Because he screwed up. But, but do you see what I'm saying? This is exactly what left-leaning individuals did with Trump when Trump was in office. You I, I always blame Trump. And, you always blame tried- Biden. We try Stop really it. hard not to be partisan it's on the podcast. It's way more complicated, right? It's way more complicated. Not, I can't say really, that it's just because Biden. all of all of Biden's advisors said you we can't do it like you want to do it, and he just said, "Nope, we're pulling out right now. Okay. We're not getting well, anybody let, notice." Let's get to my my third yeah. point because I kind of hit at this. Yeah, can all we right. agree that the superior numbers in the equipment of the Afghan security forces should have meant that they could not that they could defeat the Taliban? But the fact that they simply gave up means that they did not have the will to fight the Taliban. And in, and if that is the case, Biden is right. We shouldn't fight for people who are unwilling to fight for themselves. So I'm going to quote Biden again, but let me start with this point. My third point is that I stand with Biden and Trump and Trump, who, of course, has now changed his tune because he changes his tune. I'm trying to be nicer today. Many Republicans and conservatives are ignoring that Trump set a timeline for complete U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan of May 1st. 2021. Tom mentioned that right at the top of the podcast. No one seems to be pointing out that Trump wanted to do this earlier than Biden and was on track to do it. Um, That's three months before Biden's deadline. Conservatives are attacking Biden because that is what our two-party system in the U.S. does. We attack each other relentlessly, even though had Trump won and withdrawn all the troops by May, the exact same thing would have happened and Democrats would be attacking the Trump administration while Republicans would be doing what Democrats are right now and not be saying anything. No, no, don't blame me. I didn't say anything. I actually really respect Biden's response to all of this. Here is what he, he recently said regarding the U.S. leaving Afghanistan after So he says this after the rapid collapse of the Afghan government and security forces, quote, American troops cannot and should not be fighting in a war and dying in a war that Afghan forces are not willing to fight for themselves. We gave them every chance to determine their own future. We could not provide them with the will to fight for that future, end quote. So can we agree? That the superior numbers, we already talked about this, 300,000 Afghan security forces versus 70,000 Taliban. And all the equipment that we gave them, including, and I get, you're saying they couldn't fly the planes. They had guns. They had tanks. They had armored vehicles. They had all of the weapons that they needed to fight the Taliban, and they outnumbered them at least four to one, probably five to one. Can we agree that the superior numbers and equipment of the Afghan security forces should have meant that they could defeat the Taliban, but the fact that they simply gave up, and that is the evidence, there was very little fighting. They put down their arms and walked away, okay? They did not have the will to fight. That's what that means. They did not have the will to fight the Taliban, and if that is the case, I think Biden's right. We shouldn't fight for people who are unwilling to fight for themselves. It's harsh. That's cruel to say. Especially Absolutely in light of disagree. everything that you're saying, okay. you disagree. And, and, and this is hard because you're going to throw the fact that I'm a libertarian at me. And, and I get that. We shouldn't have been there in the first place. But the fact is we were there and we had the chance to save all these women from becoming sex slaves. We had a chance to save all of these guys that were helping us from being murdered. So who's to say we shouldn't fight for them because they can't fight for themselves. If you're walking down the street and you see – you know, a, an old lady getting beat up by some thugs, it, it, you know, this is a, I'm, I'm extrapolating this too far, but to make the point, 
she can't defend herself. That's that's her problem. Okay, but Josh, we're we're, the, we're Americans. Okay, we on, have every on. advantage. Who's but we to say gave we them. They had them outnumbered. So we what? gave them all the re- all well, the training, st- all the resources, they and they were outnumbered. You already admitted we knew they would sure. still. Lose. We thought we thought so it was. Why likely. would we? Why but, would we just leave and get them slaughtered? Because so how because long are we, we going to stay? Are you going to send Gunner uh, to Afghanistan? As, as long <laughs> as it takes. You're going to send Gunner to We've, Afghanistan we're already to there. fight this war. We're already there. We made them promises. Yeah, we're going to stay as long as it takes. I don't. I don't. I don't agree. It it worked. You mentioned this earlier. It worked in Germany. We lost. It worked in Japan. It worked in in South Korea. Yeah, we didn't. We, it didn't work in Vietnam because we it did not work in early. Vietnam. And, we, and and there's a whole bunch. I mean, we could go into the whole Vietnam War. And, and let me get back to something you said about Trump. You, you're saying uh, Trump's culpable here. No, and he no, wanted no, to pull no, 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 out. no. I'm okay. not saying Trump's culpable. He's he no more he culpable than out. Biden. Yeah. I'm saying he I, had I a wanted, hard deadline too. Okay, I, I no one's pointing that out right now. Everybody wants to get out of there. But Trump said, I want to pull out, but I, I see that if we do that, this is going to be a disaster. He said he that. He says that now. No, he, he didn't said say that, that back when no, he, he, before he, he lost did. the election. He, he absolutely did. I'd like to see that quote. Find me the I, quote. I'll find it for pre, you when we're done. Pre-November 4th or whatever, when, because he wanted, Trump was like, he yeah, wanted I don't to think get we out. should do it. And he didn't. He pushed uh, it back, saying if we pull out now, they're... That sounds like revisionist faster. history to me. No <laughs> agreement. No agreement. No agreement. Dang. You fail the final <laughs> There was it's a total oh, fail tonight. Very little agreement tonight. Uh, yeah. Half, half. I'm kind of amazed that there was no agreement on this, to be honest. I mean, I, I would have thought my libertarian brother would be like, we don't belong there. We should never be there. We should leave. We Let shouldn't have ever been there. But since we went... At what I mean, but that doesn't and, and align with libertarianism at all. I, and I knew you were going to throw that in my face. It's <laughs> just what, true. I, I don't hold you accountable. How am I the, every... the stronger libertarian tonight? Well, what's <laughs> funny is I listening to you too. Um, is uh, this the you guys are taking like Josh is taking the liberal uh, stance and Ryan's mm-hmm. taking the Ryan's taking the pull them up by their bootstraps. They I am. just stand it's up terrible. on their own and, and, and Josh is like the women and children. If we turn this over to immigration, then you guys would have like flip flop over again. Right. And be like, Ryan would be like, Oh, the women and children. Tom, you're absolutely right. You're so right. It, it's experience. interesting. Um, all right. All right. Uh, is it, uh, closing arguments then. So, uh, Ryan, you want to give your concluding thoughts? Yeah. I mean, it's really hard to disagree with everything that Josh is saying, right? He's making very compelling arguments. We made promises. I don't know that we ever made a promise to stay forever. Uh, that's fine. Right. But we made promises. Uh, I, I'm really reticent to say that, hey, you know, if we train you, we give you all the resources and you've got a big old army and you can't stand up for it. Like you, you can't fight against a, a, an inferior force. There's really nothing we can do at this point. Yeah. Like at some point we just have to cut and run and just be like, you know what? We did the very best we could. And, you know, Josh said this too. We saw Russia do the same thing. We're idiots. We're our country is stupid for actually thinking we could do something in Afghanistan because who has ever succeeded in a land war in Asia, including in Afghanistan? We uh, never should have been there. Alexander Once we the got Greek. in, yeah, Alexander the Great. He's the only only one. Three thousand years ago, He's right? Literally but, the only one. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. What the Taliban is going to do? Horrific, terrible. Everything about that is wrong. Everything about that is wrong. And if even a single woman is treated as a sex slave. That's horrific. That's terrible. There is no good thing to say about that. Right, what Josh. do we do in this situation? What are your thoughts? So, so I mean, what I'm hearing is you did put a price on on all the atrocities that are going to happen. It's around a trillion dollars. Once we've spent a trillion dollars, nope, we're out. Sex slaves can happen. Everybody can be murdered. And, and, and you make great points. I, I don't want to be there either. I don't like the idea that we're fighting somebody else's war. I don't like the fact that these people won't pick up. And I have a neighbor down the street that served in Afghanistan. And when this happened, he posted, I'm so sad to see these, these guys that I served with and fought with. Uh, I, I'm so sad to see that they're going to die. 
pick up a, a rifle and fight to the end, brothers. That's that's all he could say. And I, I'm an American. I get that sentiment. We when we're attacked, we fight. For some reason, these guys are different. But is really is trillion dollars is really where we can say, okay, we're cool with with millions of girls becoming sex slaves, girls of 14 years old and younger becoming sex slaves. We're cool with it because it's a trillion dollars and we shouldn't have been there. I agree. We shouldn't have tried to nation build, (laughs) but we're there. Okay. And and we can help these people. We have it within our power as Americans. We're the greatest nation on earth. We have all this luxury and we're, and since it's far away, we're just going to say, Okay, we don't care that they're sex slaves now. We don't care that these people are going to be murdered. We don't but care that's that not we what anybody's saying, the, Josh. Not a single person is did. saying that's what we want to have. That's what happen. we. But that's what we did. And actions speak right. louder than words. We we said a trillion dollars is too much. We're sick of this war. Taliban have at it, and and that's not even to say anything about the horrible way in which we pulled out and left people stranded. I, this is a hard one because you make good points. And I don't want to be there either. But are we right. are we really just going to say a trillion dollars is is our that's, breaking point? That's our breaking point. Yeah. Well, I, I hate that you uh, keep coming back to the money because to me it's not ultimately about the money. What is right? it? Because we haven't lost a soldier there in over a year. And uh, and, and Tom, uh, you, can, you you said in your closing argument what what can we do? Well, we knew what we could do. We could leave some planes there and some contractors there and twenty five hundred soldiers. And that's enough to support the Afghan army. That's enough to refill their bases and make sure their troops are fed because their their officer structure sucks. That was enough to to keep the Taliban where they were. That was enough to fight the standstill war. Twenty five hundred soldiers, a few pilots, and some private contractors. Indefinitely into the future. Okay, you ready for time? Okay. Let's hear um, it. Tom. Let's hear it. Yeah, okay, here's my thoughts. Uh, so I was, uh, yeah, I was totally for, you know, the Afghanistan war. Of course, I was much younger and stupider then. And it was kind of funny because when, it wasn't until the war in Iraq that I was like, why are we going into these countries, right? And because that one was really ugly. And I'm like, what are we doing? And I don't know. Can you bomb the crap out of a government and then till it's dysfunctional and then hope that another government comes into place? <laughs> I, I don't know, right? But would that have been a, a, a good government? Uh, won't. Those power yeah. vacuums are always filled by warlords. Typically, right? And yep. so I don't know what the, the what what is the correct solution. I don't know, but um, so there's a couple of things that um, I totally totally think we totally should have gotten out of there. Could could have could have gotten out of there ten years ago, and and should have gotten out of there ten years ago. And um, so I totally agree with the with the pullout. Now here's what I don't agree with, and so you know I'm. I'm in software development, right? Anytime we launch anything, there's always a contingency plan. There's two or three contingency plans of like, well, if this happens, we, this is how we pull back. This is how we revert back to this old thing. And um, that's, uh, it felt like we just sort of ripped the bandaid off and ran. And uh, I'm, I'm surprised. One, I'm surprised we gave a date. We made an agreement with the Taliban. That seems stupid. Uh, why weren't we pulling out over a phased approach over two years, like a regional, like we're going to pull out of this region. These are low, you know, these are low hazard regions. Let's get out of these and see what happens. Because it was actually a month ago that I read a report about an Afghan um, squad that got assassinated by the Taliban. And they had a video where they had the guys come out and they shot them all. And one of the captains was actually a son of one of the Afghan generals. And so it was kind of a big deal. And I was like, wow, sounds like things aren't going well there, right? And this is, I think this is the Northern part and the, uh, the Taliban was attacking. And I was like, um, so I was really shocked that we were just like, and we're out, right? And it, it seemed like that the plan was, I'm just, I'm always shocked. Like if anyone remembers, if either of you remember the Iraqi war, we went in and we took out the government and there was the three days that like there was all the looting and stuff. And it was as if we didn't have a plan for what would happen if we right. won. Or we weren't yep. expecting to win that quickly or something. Yep. And I remember um, it was the it was the Secretary of Defense, I think. I can't remember his Rumsfeld. name. Rumsfeld. Rumsfeld, yes. just And died. he was saying, they're just celebrating. They're excited. They're like, <laughs> like robbing each other and stuff like that. And you're like, this doesn't look good. No. And you're just like, what? We didn't. Ha- Did we not have a plan for this? Nope. They and didn't. it feels Biden the same. Lied. He said it feels he had the same plans. With this. It feels very simple and very just like, oh, and we're out. Right. And you were like, D- I think you know there could have been this could have been a, a done executed much better and i would say 100 percent, we should have pulled out 
I think the execution was really poor. And if that was Trump's original plan, then it was a really, and then, then Trump's stupid. And that was a crappy one, but like, it was a crappy plan. And I think we did it in a very poor manner. Right. And it wasn't like, Trump's so, plan though. Tr- Trump tried to make a deal with the Taliban and they reneged on, on their part of it. And he said, well, why would I fulfill my part of it? They didn't do their part of it. Okay. He was very clear about that. So, but we still pulled the left. The result was <laughs> sure. Every, every uh, Obama wanted to pull out, you know, everybody, nobody's wanted to be there. Right. But, uh, but, Obama Bush was smart enough. Oh, Bush oh, okay. wanted to be there. Bush, got Bush wanted to be there. Okay. <laughs> okay. He wanted to be there. But Obama was smart enough to know we can't get out yet. Trump was smart enough to know we can't get out yet. Uh, Biden went. Biden went. Okay, pull oh. off the bandaid. Let's see what happens. The last. Oh, the last thing I was going to say is I 100% agree with Ryan's statement that if you know a country won't fight for themselves, we we should definitely not be fighting for them. And but I do I do think this is so interesting because it says a lot about the American spirit in that we are so ferocious about our rights and uh, our freedoms. And like and this is playing out in mass mandates and vaccine mandates. Right. That we just talked about a couple of weeks ago. And but I do think that says something about us in that we will die for our rights, like literally die. Uh, People are literally dying because they won't be forced to be vaccinated. Right. And like, and good on them. Right. And it's like, that's your freedom. That's your choice. Uh, good for you. And, but I, I do, there's something to be said about that. And, and because it is sad, I'm so I like, I'm heartbroken just like everybody else is like, what's these 300 soldiers couldn't protect the country. And now look what's happening, right? Look, what's going to look at the result, all the women, children, freedoms, uh, are, their world is going to get turned upside down. And it's, it's, a, it's the saddest thing. Right. And then you're like, what well, guys, come on, you know? Uh, and so it, it's, it, that's heartbreaking anyway. All right. I'm I'll wrap it up. And, uh, thanks for tuning in for another episode of common finding common battlegrounds. Uh, I hope you found that insightful and fun. And so we'll be back again with another episode. Ta-ta. Even though we found very little common battleground tonight. We hope you enjoyed this episode of finding common battlegrounds. The music is by Ben sound. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and not those of their employers. For more information or more episodes, you can find us at FindingCommonBattlegrounds.com. <laughs> and you guys are wearing your Ryan in his usual red shirt and, and uh, Josh in his blue, right? I think it's black. It's a blackish blue. All right. Yeah. Could be the fish light behind you. <laughs>